0: Grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I don't know if you noticed it, but Christmas is coming soon. Some of you are nodding your head. Some of you look fearful. Christmas is coming soon. It'll be here before you know it. Now, I'm not sure what remains on your to-do list but I think you probably need to add one more thing. Sorry. Christmas is coming. And that means we should remember that Christ is coming. When that day of his return, I mean, will be, we do not know. But we do know, believe and confess, that they, they will come, the day of the Lord, the day of Yahweh. You probably know this, but when the words the Lord appear in the Old Testament, the original word there is God's revealed, the name that he revealed to Moses, God's revealed personal name, Yahweh. Yahweh. What does it mean? It means, I am who I am, or I will be who I will be. It is a name that is transcendent for a God who is transcendent. But to keep people from taking the Lord's name in vain, and out of reverence, God's personal name, Yahweh, was replaced. But the thing is, there are so many lords, there are so many masters, false ones, that it's kind of a mess. In fact, Canaanite gods were often referred to as the Baals. And that word Baal means Lord. Hadad, hey, despicable Canaanite god, was often referred to as Baal with a capital B. Again, name means Lord. So I propose that we identify which Lord we are talking about. So the rest of the sermon, to avoid any sort of confusion, I'm going to use God's personal revealed name, Yahweh. And say the day of Yahweh instead of the day of the Lord. We know Yahweh personally, as He has revealed Himself to us through the Holy Scriptures. We know that He is the one true God, the Creator of all that there is, everything in heaven and on earth. He is the one and only true God. And we know that Yahweh has made Israel His own covenant people. And through His called prophets, Yahweh speaks truth so that we might know the world aright, know ourselves aright, know Him aright. One of the prophets for whom Yahweh speaks is Isaiah. And what Isaiah said to Yahweh's people remains with us 2,700 years later. Isaiah's voice along with so many from the scriptures call us to get ready for the day of Yahweh, the coming of Yahweh. But the words from Isaiah that have been chosen for the text for tonight are not easy to hear. So it's easy to just shrug them off, to dismiss them, to say, boy, that smoke and brimstone, I don't like it, instead of actually heeding the warning and the message. And so in today's text from Isaiah 13, we hear things like this. The day of Yahweh is coming, cruel and with anger and hot wrath. We hear, and it's sinners. God will exterminate from it. That is the earth. The stars of the heavens and their constellations will not shine forth their light. The sun will become dark when it goes forth. The moon will not make its light bright. goes on to say, I will visit in punishment against the world's evil and against the wicked their iniquity. And I will make... Cease the pride of the presumptuous ones and the proudness of the terrible ones, I will lay low. It's not easy to hear. But the day of Yahweh is coming. He goes on to say, I will make humans sparer than fine gold and man sparer than the gold of Ophir. The heavens I will convulse and the earth will shake out of its place by the anger of Yahweh of hosts, Uh, hosts again, armies. And in the day of his smoldering wrath. And Babylon, the beauty of kingdoms, the splendor of the pride of the Chaldeans will become like God's overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah. But Yahweh, and after all that law, (laughs) there's one verse there. Yahweh will show compassion on Jacob. It's hard to hear. It's easy to dismiss. It's easy to close our hearts and our minds that the Almighty Creator of heaven and earth will break into His universe and will come to earth in all His power and glory. Think of it, because whenever else that happens, uh, there is great fear and trembling in all his power and glory. And when that happens, brothers and sisters in Christ, life will not go on as usual. There will be a reckoning and we are accountable And not only to ourselves. It doesn't matter if we like it or not. Whether it makes us feel good or not. It's the truth. The day of Yahweh is coming. The potter gets to judge the pots. He made them. He holds them to account. The problem is. As we are so curved in on ourselves. We strive to be self-determining. Self-directed. Self-absorbed. Self-centered. Self-justifying. Self-glorifying. We desire to be Autonomous the constant effort to supplant God and to replace Him with our own rule and reign which we deem better than the Creator's own. We as sinners like to decide what is good and what is bad. We like to decide who is good and who is evil. We like to make the rules and our way we embrace as absolute. But Isaiah says, Take heed. This will mean utter humiliation for all human pretensions and pride on the day of Yahweh. So Isaiah compassionately and urgently breaks and shakes us out of our sinful security, our carnal security and complacency, and instead just simply calls us to repent. But it's so easy to remain preoccupied with our own daily concerns, to become curved in to ourselves. And for God's people, it is easy and tempting to become infatuated with the rich and famous, admiring their glory, having those things become our God. Power, influence, these kind of things. At the time of Isaiah, Babylon was the glory capital Of the world, the ancient Near East admired Babylon greatly for its splendor, its beauty, its wealth, right? Even Israel's own king, Hezekiah, felt this way. Even Israel's own king. But the best of the best of human endeavors cannot match the glory of God. And Isaiah proclaimed that Yahweh would make Babylon like Sodom and Gomorrah, a wasteland, a place only for desert creatures to occupy. We all need this warning because the material things that we often think show forth glory will provide to be of no comfort on the day of the Lord, on the day of Yahweh. And so we need Yahweh's words of law, which lead us all to fall down and say, I am a beggar, this is true. God be merciful to me, a sinner, like we heard from our gospel lesson. God be merciful to me, a sinner. I'm so glad that we have that last verse in our reading for today because Isaiah does not stop at wrath. He does not stop there. He sets forth a contrast. He promises, Isaiah does, that God would show compassion toward his people and that he would restore them fully and completely he would bring them back from exile and make them his very own people again. For you, for those in faith, this is very good news. The self-glorifying kingdoms of the world like Babylon, which comes to represent all those evil forces against Yahweh, have no future. But those who belong to him do have a future. Yahweh will show compassion to Jacob. He will show compassion to you. God began to do that in the time before Christ's incarnation. He brought the exiles back to Jerusalem from Babylon. But that was only the beginning, only a small view of what was to follow. The fulfillment came with Christ. To restore God's people, Jesus went through the deserved punishment Himself. He took all the wrath of God on himself in the place of each and every sinner. He became the suffering servant promised throughout Isaiah. The iniquity of all sinners was laid upon Christ Jesus our Lord. He suffered the punishment that you and I deserve. As Isaiah 53, 6 declares... Yahweh has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He received God's justice in place of the guilty. And his righteousness, God reckons to us, declares to us, the multitude of sinners. There is a blessed exchange. Our sins are given to him and His righteousness is given to us. Our death is given to Him, and His life is given to us. Our brokenness is given to Him. His wholeness is given to us. You belong to God by faith. God has declared you righteous. You were baptized into Him, and therefore, you belong to Him. He placed His name upon you in those baptismal waters with the Word. And you are part of Jacob to whom he shows compassion. You probably remember that at the end of Matthew, Jesus declares all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. On the last day, Jesus is the one who will judge the living and the dead. Imagine it. You've got an inside track, don't you? You know the judge. Oh, thank goodness I know the judge. And more importantly, the judge knows you. He knows your need, he has compassion on you. He is Lord of the universe, but he is also, at the same time, mankind's Savior. God in the flesh. Friend of sinners. Imagine it. Friend of sinners. Who invites each and every sinner to take refuge in him. The day of Yahweh will come and Yahweh will come with it. But he comes to put away all evil and sorrow and death away from his people. And here's the thing. He's already visited you so that you will be prepared for that day. He has already come to you. He has come to you in his first Advent that we celebrate. Right? Somebody talked about this with me today. I'm going to unpack it. It was great. It was a great insight during Advent. We talk about Christmas past. Right? Jesus came in the flesh to die for you. Christmas passed. But that still applies to us. Jesus comes to you in the present. He comes to you through water and the word in your baptism. He comes through you in his word, abiding with you. And in him like branches to the vine. And in him is life. He comes to you in his supper with his very body and blood. Christmas present. And when He comes in full glory, it will be a glorious day. The day of redemption and redemption for you. Lift up your heads. Do not fear. There is laid up for you a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to you at that day. And not to you only, but to all them that love His appearing. Do not fear. Repent. But do not fear. The day of Yahweh is coming soon. And the cry of the church is Maranatha. Come quickly, Lord. Repent. And believe the gospel. For Jesus himself has promised that he will welcome the faithful. Saying, come. Come. You who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. This is God's promise for you through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is your glorious future. The day of Yahweh will come. Yahweh will come with it. And the cry of His people remains. Maranatha, come quickly, Lord. Amen. And may the peace which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.